Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. I'm Condra Boudreau from The Amateur Nerds. And I am Jess Katz, and this is the very first time I've ever been on a podcast. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yes. Yay! Welcome, Jess. So Thank glad you. you're with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You you reached out via via Instagram and uh, and something that you know you, you've been talking about the way we re- record here with uh, Discord a little behind the scenes action here, but uh, you know it, but I am pretty tech illiterate when it comes to at least that 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 social media of the of the big three. <laughs> you did a good job. Um, you got right yeah. back to me. So yeah, I awesome. appreciate it. Thank you. You're reaching out because you're doing good so far. I tell you. Yes. <laughs> um, and before I get into our normal uh, starts with, ends with, uh, for this minute 49 here, minute 48, <laughs> I missed out on getting uh, a little uh, uh, of the dele- uh, one of the deleted scenes uh, that, that shows up in the untitled cut, um, and it actually answers a question that we kind of had um, uh, back in 48 uh, last week uh, with the uh, the question of of Williams of what what will our names be when they go to Morocco? Um, so let me uh, explain a little bit what happens there real quick before we get into the episode proper. But uh, Jess and Contra, of course, can can chime in as much as they'd like. Um, so you know, in the theatrical, he's he's they're talking about that. You know, she uh, Penny says you're coming to Cleveland, and then that's when uh, this starts. That Penny then says you should give him a break. There are real problems in the band off the record and she turns off the audio recorder at that point too um William says what problems and he says okay I got it your name should be Spencer and mine will be Jane so once again she's she's you know disregarding something William has said she's actually finally now like I was just mentioning she's answering the question that William answered a moment ago um, right. William says, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> Penny, Penny says, no one can. You're coming to Cleveland, right? And then, and then William says, Cleveland, Ohio, questioningly. And then that's then, then we get the cut in back to the no, 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 no. <laughs> Love it. Which is, is damn near essentially where we, where we pick up here. But uh, because so much of that actually affected what we talked about last minute, I felt it best to to mention that right off the top sure definitely if, if, if either of you have a little thought on that that part you're welcome to mention it now i'd love to know where those names came from <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah that that kind of thing was a big thing for um travis and i back for my first podcast watch my minute that uh anytime like for license plates or door numbers Right. You know, we, a, lot, a lot of those number type stuff. But uh, names, too. Names have been a very big thing with, since then, especially other DC properties. Sure. And, and Marvel, too, I think, uh, with uh, comic book creators, the creators' names appearing as like streets, street names and <laughs> things like that. Not just the naming, but her train of thought yeah is so fascinating to try and understand and i mean it, it happened it, like any scene she's in you're like where how did she get from a to b there <laughs> it's so fascinating but she's so charming that she could get she, away with it absolutely yeah love her <sighs> huh? 
Um, I think that's probably good for that. Um, so this is minute 49. That was minute 48. This is minute 49. Um, and it starts with William telling Penny about needing to do his interview with Russell before Greenville and ends with Elaine telling William what he told her. Right. You told me. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Um, and, and of course we have the continuing music that, uh, does end he and here yeah by the end of this minute we we even have a little bit of the next song starting um too but um the that's the way by led zeppelin i know you've already talked about this but yeah. how cool is it that they landed so many led zeppelin oh, yeah. songs for this movie mm-hmm. still you just don't see that anywhere <laughs> it's so great Sorry, I know you tapped on that already. <laughs> and so much, I, you know, it just, I think that just goes to show the strong connection I think he, he must have had. Right. Of course. Yep, it is, it is amazing. And, and I mean, you know, I mean, the next, the next best kind of thing you ever might see is, is well, for, for the big three bands I can think of is, you know, Beatles and Who and um, uh, Pink Floyd, you know, where they, they have movies that come out that are all based around their you know, like essentially single albums, you know, sure. Tommy and, and, uh, the wall and yeah. Sergeant Pepper. But the, you know, the, those are, those are amazingly somehow given a green light. <laughs> well, I mean, not, well, f- well, for one of them, one of them's <laughs> truly <laughs> awful, but <laughs> the other two I think are a good bit better. But. Well, there's the modern That's film it. that are modern. It came out last year, two years ago, uh, yesterday. That's, all Beatles oh, yeah. covers mm-hmm. and yeah, same with across the universe amazing. i think the yeah. fact that this movie is manages to get the originals and not covers of them yeah, despite true. being a fake band kind of they definitely could have pulled covers right mm-hmm. but they managed so to get the real ones point. which is well yeah and that's that's the other Beatles uh uh movie and and uh and, and soundtrack album that i really love is uh backbeat where you know it would have been interesting if they had thrown in a couple of the very earliest Beatles written songs, but it's all, all, all the covers that the Beatles were, were doing had done back uh, in the Germany days. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, and, and if, if you haven't heard it, <laughs> it's, it's got, it's got like Dave Grohl and Dave Perner um, and two or three of the other. Um, uh, Dave's. It might be, I think it might be Mike McCready. <laughs> One of the, I think one of the Pearl Jam guys is in it. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, 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 Afghan Wigs, Greg Dully, which was, there's a connection there with Dave Grohl anyway already. Oh, nice. So it's so it's this it's this weird, you know. I mean, they, they do they do they do those songs awfully well without having too much of the grunge alternative, mm-hmm. you know, feel to them. That's cool. So I made note cards, you guys. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I haven't done this much work since high school. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so I have my cards ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what really grabbed you? What were what were you making notes about? Just um just William's face on you know, in this first bit where he's asking Penny, you know, can you help me get this interview? It's, there's like this, I feel like he's asking her because 
she's his friend in this whole thing. And if anyone is going to get Russell to agree to this interview, it's, it's going to be Penny. Oh, yeah. Like she, mm-hmm. she's got the pull and the, the tone of his voice. It kind of says like, please. When he says <laughs> Greenville, you see it in his eyes. He's like, please, please. So that all my notes are about that, about faces and responses and tones. So, um, that was that was the first one. Just that little, mm. he's kind of like, "Come on, can you look out for me?" And she sort of owes him one because he went with her to the riot house mm. to be a distraction, <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> yeah, I, one one could say though. I think that that uh, both of them that was I was all, that, that could have been that might have been an even exchange at the time though. Yes, because I mean that's 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 pretty cool to he was have been invited stoked. to that. Yeah, he was pretty stoked. But yeah, what I was noticing about Penny's first line here at the, at the start of this minute, you know, at the, at the end of it, she's well, let me, uh, yeah, um, she says because all the guys are good, but he could be great. So that's the you know what what we've recently talked about uh, with the poolside chat that uh, William and Russell had that uh, Russell's feeling um, himself that that he's above, somewhat above musically right. so forth the other guys in the band and and uh, Penny kind of backing that up here is 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 I don't know that I've ever, I ever really caught it before doing it minute by minute <laughs> you know that that, that that one little part of of her line. Yeah, she it's it's sweet. She she loves him and and wants to see him do his best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's again like like Conjure was saying, she's what's her train of thought about a project? You know, what's what's that wording? What does that mean? A a project and who were yeah. her other <laughs> projects? Cuz this is her last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why is it her last one? You know, is he the He's the ultimate one. That's it. Once she gets to him, her work is done. It's just, it's all part of her mystery. It's, it's so good. And, and does she have this running track record of <laughs> guys right. that were, you know, 70%, you know, and getting them to 90% <laughs> right, you know, to, exactly. the, to their ultimate goal of being major rock stars? Exactly. Yeah. Could he be her last project as well because she's found someone in William that will play along with the Morocco and sees her for more than a Band-Aid, too? She's starting to think in that mindset, is she trying to retire in a sense? Right. Well, she says in that that deleted scene in the, the ice room, have you talked about that yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the astronaut. Yeah. yeah, that's such a good point. And William does see her as more than that. He's even in when she looks at him, kind of for an answer, you know, um, or for his response. He's it's like he he he's so um, he's more focused on her now than getting his interview. He's just in this trance, looking at her. It's it's just looking mm-hmm. up to her. It's so sweet. It's just in this dreamy stare with her. Great moment. And then he tries. He he tries again. What's your real name? And it's almost like he's not even he's not even really asking. It feels like he's just kind of saying, I wanna know, I know you're not gonna tell me, but what's your real name? Like, come on. It's, it's so cute. 
it might also be a poke in that direction of I see you beyond your persona here. Right. So good. You have a you have a good brain, Condra. I like your brain. <laughs> Can you tell that to my brother? <laughs> you could tell him I said so. Okay. <laughs> Um, when Penny is is also you know this whole almost pretty much the latter half of this this whole line of you know three or four or five sentences whatever it is um, that that's when the, when the uh, the camera does cut over to Russell you know he's 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 kind of lying there dozing but but he kind of you know just looks you know looks from looks from the one direction over to the other towards his hand and, and pulls up his hand and <laughs> is looking at it you know and. And, you know, that's, I think that's, that's just a good reminder. Okay, this is what he's been through. He's, you know, he's kind of still recuperating from this. He's so sad. Yeah, electrical shock. Yeah. He, he's, it, it's almost like he was kind of checking to see if it was real. Yeah. Mm. Like, looks over, ugh. Yeah, there it is. Did, did you, did you talk mm. about the nod to Keith Richards? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, the, uh. The, the the guest we had on uh, at that point, uh, Dave um, Forsyth, yeah, I, he definitely uh, pointed out that Keith Richards was was one of several many people <laughs> in the rock world that have been electrocuted. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. My joke there was that you know he wakes up, you know, from being unconscious from their shock and goes, you know, again, please, you know, yeah, <laughs> want some more of it. That's so awesome. That's such a weird statistic to be a part of. People have been electrocuted on stage. But yeah, that's such a sad little moment with Russell because that's what he lives for. And now he has to recover. It's just so sad. Yeah. And I definitely also noted that uh, once again, Penny gave, gives no reply to William Aston. Right. Another question. Um, it but, an... it, but it's the question that that's the question you expect her to not give a reply to versus. <laughs> Yeah. This is the one we had last minute. Got yeah. Now. It was in this asking of it that I started speculating. I was like, what would I name her? Like, what would you name her? And I was trying to come up with this. And I think like this, like Elizabeth, like something very formal that the, like mm-hmm. a complete breakaway. So like she picked Penny Lane to be that complete opposite. So like Victoria, Elizabeth, something very like waspy. Right. <laughs> right but at least i i don't know that was where my brain was going just like what would be her ultimate and i guess her real name is kind of that waspy sense it's it's definitely very different (laughs) definitely not as cool as penny lane (laughs) um so one crazy thing with uh you know that we got going on here uh you know this uh, this little vibe between uh, Penny and William. You know, does 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 it ever lead to anything more? Might uh, I guess so? Uh, you know, one one thing that would be interesting if they had back then, if they had the ability to to get uh, uh, some online shopping done from AdamandEve dot com, uh, oh. William could have gotten you know some free stuff, you know, to uh, spice up his his bedroom. Um, you you uh, if if you do uh, get uh, go to adamandeve.com, uh, you get to select almost any one item for fifty percent off, 
and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff even more. Uh, just make sure you enter off for code AFMPOD at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts when you do so. Um, you can also get a sexy item for him and a special gift for her and a third item that you both get to enjoy. Um, on top of all that, you also get six free spicy movies. That's right, movies. Um, I know you all like movies because you're listening to this podcast um, about the movie Almost Famous. Um, and, of course, you also get free shipping. Who doesn't love free shipping? Uh, so that's uh, AFM Pod, um, AFMPOD at adamandeve.com. It's all happening. It's all happening. Um, if there's nothing else more on the bus now, we then cut to the convenience store. Sure. The, the, these couple of guys, uh, you know, and they end up, you know, I mean, once again, I've, I've definitely mentioned at least one of them. I think I've pointed out at least one of them before that they're on this bus. That, I mean, I, 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 what I would assume are roadies or some other type of uh, uh, background worker for the shows. Mm-hmm. They're uh, tagging along, that get to tag along on the bus. Um, they're, I mean, they're not like, uh, like I mentioned with, uh, Sapphire when she was running alongside the bus, I, right. I pointed out at that point that, you know, she's, she's, I don't think, I don't think she's ever going to be on the bus, but I'll definitely keep an eye out. Um, she could but, certainly uh, fill, fill that bus. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder when you're watching things like this? I, I always think how many takes did it get to catch all those mm, chips? Yeah, how many right? bags popped? <laughs> Just for no reason. Just goes through my head. <laughs> I think once you start doing these like movies by minute thing, that's what you start thinking about every watch th- every watch through. It's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and the and the first toss I is I'm pretty sure it's that's to Dick. And then the, the second one definitely is to Russell. Oh, that brings brings up another point I was about to make with uh, with him looking at his hand. So that is his his right hand. That's his um, for especially for me, someone that plays guitar. You know, that's 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 your strumming hand. Which you know, yeah, it sucks that it's wounded now, <laughs> seemingly. Um, I, I'd be thinking, God, it wasn't my left hand <laughs> as as a right handed person. Right. But but now is his. Can we see his hand? Is it in a bandage still? Oh, at that point with that throw, I mean, I mean, technically, maybe you know, for filming purposes, it might not have been right <laughs> because I, you know, he's actually even wearing—he's not wearing that same denim shirt jacket. Right. I wonder you know? what the time lapse was in between. So, yeah. He's—you definitely can see his hand, but it's going by so fast. And the stop stop motion at is almost seems like it might not be bandaged at this point, but yeah. So I, I, I'd be I'd, I'd go as far as saying maybe it's been a couple of days <laughs> in between the shots. Good for Russell. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course we get the the wonderful line <laughs> by Jason Lee. <laughs> yes, it's so good. He he starts off like standing with with no sense of urgency yeah right and then realizes they're not stopping that this is real i'm being left behind there's no cell phones of course he wasn't thinking that but you know no cell phones just have to run 
And fun, fun little background thing. 19 cents for a gallon of gas. Oh, yeah. Wow. 19 cents. Well, that might be what it is tomorrow. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> good point. <laughs> well, dating ourselves here, but. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a fun little um, thought. How much did it take to fill that bus up? <laughs> a couple bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that just, I wasn't thinking about it in that way before. Like when I was, I watched it again today to get ready for this. And the cost of writing the articles from uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, who's a blanking yeah, on Yeah, Lester right Banks. Um, and then the $700 at the end, I'm like, wow, that's still a pretty good deal for like a 15 year old mm. kid. But now like putting it in historic perspective. Yeah, man, that's true. That is that's such a good point. <laughs> I'll take $700 now as a grown up. Yeah. That's yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'll take 35. Like, yeah, <laughs> such a good point. I wish we could have seen when, um, when Jeff gets on the bus, if they were laughing or if they yeah, tru- right. truly just forgot about him <laughs> or were trying to leave him, what what happened that we did not see? That would have been nice. They would have all been eating their snacks, I'm sure. They were yes. so <laughs> snack focused. They forgot about exactly. anything else. That, that, that would be that would make the seeing him in the rear view at some point by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're so focused on bowing down. Love it. Um, and so and so you know and, and this is where the the like I said at the beginning the song ends. Um, that's the way. So so and such a good song too. I mean that's that's a great choice for I think that this you know that this bus you know some some of those bus scenes there you know yeah just traveling along peaceful really conveys like the calmness of this bit i don't know most of led zeppelin's really peaceful to me i agree with you <laughs> even though it was some of it was heavy it was still still very peaceful not too heavy but especially songs like this oh just beautiful like works of art um, so here is another spot where we, we do have a, uh, a deleted scene. Okay. We start off with the deleted scene. And we're going to get another one right here um, before we get to the next uh, shot. Um, so it's it's <laughs> it's it's the famous it, it's 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 just a one sided conversation. <laughs> it's uh it's uh William interviewing Silent what I like to call Silent Ed. <laughs> Silent Ed. Our, our drummer. Um, and he says, so, Ed, so, and they're at, they're right in front of a, uh, the, one of the concert locations, the Topeka, you know, so the, this, this is really odd, you know, that it is a good cut because it doesn't make sense that they're in Topeka. I mean, they've, they've been gone from Topeka at this point. <laughs> so, so definitely having this Topeka arena is, is right behind them. Uh, it definitely couldn't happen here. It would have, it would have had to just move much earlier. Um, but I mean, it happens. It happens here in the in the ultimate cut, though. So, um, con- continuity be damned. But um, so William says. So Ed Valancourt, what do you love about music? <laughs> and 
he just shake. I mean, he's playing around with the drumsticks and he just shakes his head. You know, there's really you know, no actual <laughs> verbal uh, uh, indication back. Did- and William just says, "Okay, that's that's the end of that little cut scene." <laughs> Do you think they didn't give the actor that played Ed Valancourt a lot of lines because he isn't an actor? Right, isn't an actor. Right, yeah. I mean that 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 could be it. But I mean, he does his one line. Right, his his wonderfully. One, right, <laughs> you know. Um, like I wonder if they use that to their advantage that they could do a scene like this and mm-hmm. it would work, and they don't need an actor, just a drummer. Yeah, but but I mean, he you know even you say you don't they don't need an actor, but I mean there's an awful lot of acting and nonverbal right. <laughs> communication. You know that's that is true. You know, and I, I think he does a pretty good job, just you know not not really replying. <laughs> shaking yeah. his head. He kind of looks like he could be in Spinal Tap. Yeah, and that's 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 that, that is uh, you know yeah good point that I mean Spinal Tap had its thing with drummers with being you know. He might have been one of them. Crazily, yeah. <laughs> Silent Ed. D- destroyed or you know, yeah. died in different various ways or meeting <laughs> odd fates. I don't know. It makes me think, I don't know if it's just my my where my brain is going to, but the always the need of this one kind of silent band member. I was thinking that thing you do, the bass player. Um, how there's always like in these like band movies, there's always that one character that you like never know, and they're just they're the the rock of the group that they they're always there and doing their thing. But yeah, he's in plenty of scenes, you know, irrelevant yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, to the actual, you know, to to much of the story. I mean, I would actually go go so far as to say that that Larry Fellows, the bass player, is more irrelevant than <laughs> Silent Ed with his with his one line. <laughs> But um, yeah, but I mean, Larry does. But I mean, he also does have a good line. He has a good line in, mm, in this ne- in the next couple minutes. He's got yeah, it. right. The, the, yeah, and I'm, I've even already mentioned that line. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's a it is a pretty good line. But and he does have like like two or three more, maybe I think total, not as many. And, and they're and they're both the non actors. Right, also the, right. Actually, a musician that got brought in. Um, so, uh, then we have the cut to the, to the, um, in, in the, in the back area of a, of a concert uh, going on currently by Stillwater. Um, we, we actually hear, a, I don't know, and I can, can really make out during this minute, but definitely into the next right. minute. So we can really save our talk if you'd like about that, but, but at least mention the, the song that, uh, Stillwater is supposed to be playing in the background is uh, hour, called Hour of Need. Good ear. You know, I, I really only listened to it, uh, uh, listened to really well uh, the next minute, this this minute and the next minute, um, to try to hear that um, just recently. Um, it was all, you know, based on previous, you know, just research, finding out mm-hmm. the all the songs that are really in the movie and like, is this really going to be Hour of Need? So I had to listen to the song itself and then also listen to the to the minutes. Right. Right. Um, but but right before you know, right right at that time of the, the, the changeover of the scene, 
seconds 48 to 50, there's this guitar sound. I don't really think it is part of it, part of the song. There is this guitar sound that's 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 more uh, um, non-diegetic. And what that actually reminds me of, because I, as, as, I've, as I've said, I, I play guitar and I use this somewhat something something like the old you know uh, rock band and guitar hero games called rock smith but it's where you can mm-hmm. use or you plug in your real guitar um and actually learn from it too i think um it, it that's reports. cool um so there's an opening sound when you're turning the game on that that sounds so much like this so yes if if <laughs> are you guys familiar with that game and no, no. that Enough that once you that, once you said it, I'm like yes. <laughs> you, so you, so you have heard that that is making that connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So I mean, where else it could actually come from, or if or if the if it was done by Cameron Crowe, Peter Frampton, um, uh, Ann Wilson, or, or Na- I'm sorry, Nancy Wilson, um, and and then Rocksmith ended up using it. I mean, because that came out a decade over a decade later after this movie came out so that's kind of awesome it, it would yeah it, it'd be a real it'd be a crazy not if they if if this movie created that sound <laughs> for this movie yeah. and then rocksmith used it or it, that's awesome. maybe it's coming from somewhere else and they're both used it <laughs> right. could be but cool connection though And so we get uh, we we get the voiceover by Elaine uh, of her saying, "You told me you'd tell me where you are." This is just such a sad phone call. Mm. It's just what what she's saying. You said you call me twice a day. You said you wouldn't miss more than one test. It's, she, it's 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 so sad. Like she's not really gonna get anywhere, mm. and she's sad. She's angry, but she's just more sad, and. Another thing that, you know, is, is try to think back to 1973, that must have been a real pain in the butt to call someone twice a day. You know, there were no cell phones. Mm -hmm. If you're on a bus, there's no landline. That just must have been a huge hassle. And uh, William doesn't seem too concerned at all, but doesn't your heart just break for Elaine? She's just so sad. I don't know. She just she she breaks my heart in this scene. <laughs> She's trying so hard. Yeah, I, I think with what we see further, yeah, we get we get more of that. Right now, just for this part, I I just had this you know for these three things she says because the one additional line that she she then says finally where are you she she actually asks the question um, right you know and and to me. Just this, just this part. It's it's more of this, you know, kind of interrogative nature, you know, to me. I mean, she's laying out these these points and so forth. I mean, it's almost lawyerly, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she is a college professor, yeah. so mm. she's good at lecturing, and you know, I don't know if it's because I'm more often on the receiving end of these kinds of phone calls. <laughs> Um, just coming out of college and all that good stuff. Um, but it's one of those, I'm like, 
would you honestly think I am on a bus? Like, wh- where? In- I'm just like, you set me up here to break a bunch of promises to you <laughs> because of your unreasonable demands. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very much seeing it from William's side in this viewing, but... Um, Frances McDormand it just does such a good job. She's yeah. so, she's so great as the like Elaine. I really, I was like, wow, she's just like layering the mom guilt mm. on yeah. nobody's business. <laughs> there's there's our episode title: <laughs> layering the mom guilt. Laying on the mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he. I, I just he he does he doesn't seem concerned. I, I feel like no matter how many questions she asked or how angry she got, he he's doing what he wants to do, and he doesn't seem like he's going to break in this situation. Just kind of yes her to death with with everything, just to get through this phone call. That's the vibe that I got because I have I've also been on the the other end. <laughs> sneaking out to concerts when I should not have been there and you know you just want to get out of that phone call with whatever you have to do and yeah. <laughs> yeah well um is there anything else from that either of you had noted about for the minute did we miss something no no I think there's more no. of her her mom guilting yeah. later in, in yeah. the next minute so Definitely. we can talk more about Frances McDormand later <laughs> yes so Jess, I think we want to get from you today, and we'll we'll certainly get uh, some other good stuff going on uh, in following minutes about history with history with the movie itself. But um, let's today let's talk about the uh, the bands that make up Stillwater that are most commonly considered. Sure. Um, and and I have a feeling you kind of know the four, but I'll just say them real quick, just to make sure. Um, sure. Almond Brothers Band, Eagles, Led Zeppelin, and Leonard Skinner. Would you like to rank them from least favorite to favorite or favorite to least? I will do least favorite to favorite. So number four, this, this was very difficult because all four of these bands are very good and legendary. Um, Number four, I put Eagles. Um, I love their harmonies and that they rotate leads. Um, And one cool thing, personally is that if you listen to every record in the order that they put it out i liked every record better than the one that came before it which is really cool um but it's just a little mellow for my taste that's the only reason i put them last so number four number three i'll put leonard skinnerd because they have so many killer songs there's so many of their songs that I just love, 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 love. But they also have some that I never want to hear ever again. So put them at number three. Number two is the Allman Brothers Band. Um, I think they're the perfect mix of rocks, rock, blues, jam bands. I just, just recently got heavily into enjoying jam bands as opposed to just being like ugh, play the song already i just learned to appreciate them so um and i think i mean some of their songs they're 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 just face melters they they 
like the guitar kicks in and my lip just curls, you know? Um, so yeah, they're number two and number one, the mighty Led Zeppelin. Um, they were my introduction to rock and roll when I was 16 and uh, they're just, they're hard to top musicianship and songs, even, even their covers uh, were not, no one can really do it better than them. And I mean, they're just Led Zeppelin. It's, it's that simple. So plus my, it was probably a giveaway because my Instagram handle is Led Jesslyn. Yeah. So <laughs> big shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's, that's uh, definitely, uh, yeah, Led Zeppelin is very much leading the pack, but, um, and I certainly don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're good leaders <laughs> of this pack. It came out wrong, but you know what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, if, uh, you know, hey, if you want to do a, a, a quick uh, uh, plug, Condra, uh, I think you know, if you'd take that this, this minute and we'll get, certainly get in more detail and some followings there too. Okay. Um, people can find me on the internet at Amateur Nerds, and that's how you can find all the podcasts I host. I have done two films, and I'm just about to start a third. Cool. Yeah. That's my quick version. Um, yeah, and 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 just, I mean, do you, is there something that any kind of a project that's out there in ether that you kind of do, or something, anything you uh, want to promote? You could hear me on minutes 50 and 51 oh, definitely. of the almost famous minute <laughs> podcast. Awesome. <laughs> next, so that's Next it. week, likely, unless you happen to be binge listening to some of these yes. in the future. <laughs> okay, well, great. I'm so glad you're both on, uh, been on this, this minute. It's been great. And we'll Yay. see you for a couple more, hopefully, here. Um, Thank you. And everyone can uh, contact the show at almostfamousminute at gmail.com. And otherwise, uh, I'll just make sure you know about the PantheonPodcast.com is where we have a lot of other great sh uh, rock and roll shows, um, including my own other one, Feels Like Weezer. So check those out. And until next time, next week, it's all happening. It's all happening. happening. I am a golden god! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.